right. Spotlight on. Yeah. Spotlight, spotlight on, fellas. On, on, on. Very special spotlight tonight. It very is a special spotlight. Spotlight. Yes. It is an election week spotlight, election night spotlight, whatever. Yeah. When is that election? I don't even know. That that usually happens on a Thursday, right? No, no, Thursday. not this year. They're doing it on a Tuesday this oh, year. Oh, a Tuesday? Too. A Tuesday right. in November. Imagine that. This coming that. Tuesday. Imagine that, yes. Uh, two books came out this week that kind of have election day themes somewhat. And we figured we'd do those for election day. They're, they're not really the best books of the week. Yeah, they're not close. I don't know. Reggie, you, mm. you have a liking for one of them a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, actually, it was, it probably would be my favorite book of the week, actually. Yeah, but, really? Uh, but, well, you only I, had I, a couple books. My scores. I really only had like three or four. <laughs> yeah, yeah, three books. Uh, but yeah, I am not a political guy. I have specifically, me and Eric, really, uh, when we started the podcast, we had a lot of talk about what we, well, actually, we didn't really talk a lot about what we would talk about. One of the things we did say right away, we would never talk about, uh, politics. It's just. And here I am wondering, what the fuck are we doing on this podcast? And well, because the, we're going to go around in a circle and everyone's going to say who they're voting for. Okay. Well, that's what I said. You start I, now, Eric. Yeah, I'm telling you, I, I said when I dropped off Eric today, he said, you know what, we're going to do this, we're going to start talking about things, and the next thing I'm going to say who I would like to vote for or whatever, and we lose half of our listenership. <laughs> and I'm, like, yeah. I'm not doing that because legitimately I hate it. I hate to say it. I've only voted once. I'm not – I know that it's awful, uh, but yet I don't it- know enough. I, I will plead the fifth uh, – not even plead the fifth. I plead dumb. I really don't – keep up on anything so i don't even think that i'm qualified to vote i really don't i I hear that trump all i know is from these commercials i i heard trump respects women and i know that uh hillary has never had any sort of scandals involving emails right that's all Uh, i know they're both free and clear to me pretty much no really what i love i it's funny too because a guy came up at work today and he's like you know what i'm gonna love next wednesday i'm like what a sandwich what do you get that and he <laughs> says to me no I'll, I'll be glad that the political commercials won't be on tv anymore and i said you know what that's what i love i love i love the attack ads I, they're yeah. the greatest they are so they're not great. as good as they used to be though they used to really be like you know Jim Werner likes to kick puppies. I'm telling you, one time, uh, way back, there was a lady, and now I even talked about it on the podcast way back, and I'm trying to think of her name because I always remembered her name, but now I'm messing it up with Katie McGinty or whatever. Shady Katie McGinty? Shady Katie McGinty, who's in Pennsylvania. But this uh, Jenny something, and she supported a bill that ended up supporting another bill that ended up claiming in this ad that she supports the Taliban raping girls. And it was the most convoluted way to get to this statement that was on the commercial. And you're right, though. The attack ads used to be really, really bad. So she signed off on the Taliban Rape Act. I remember remember that. Pretty much. That big bill that that passed, you know, it was like one of those uh, allow kids to live. And also, exactly. you know, exactly, piggyback yeah. that with the Taliban raping women. Yeah. They, they didn't they care. Trade, but they traded a civic product, uh, a project yes. for, you know, a Taliban rape. That yeah, was all. Taliban it was, rape. That's, that's politics, but, people. That's how it yes, works. That's how it works. See, you scratch whenever, my back, I rape you. That, that's you know, how it works, right? The only I, thing I deal with in politics, anytime it's ever brought up, I always go back to the wise man, Brewster. In Brewster's Millions, what he said, vote none of the above. I'm like, okay, none Brewster. None of the above. 
There yeah, I go. thought I my one time I did I got all swept up in the Barack Obama and I barack the vote that that year I did I was like <laughs> I'm going to vote and, and your, your vote your vote probably tipped the scale Jim it did. See, yeah, now I'm sure it did it was so funny too because I get so nervous that I go in there. And when I went to vote, I didn't know what was going on. I was all nervous. Oh. I, I get, and then I was doing, and the people were taking like the polls on the way out. And I, I, I didn't feel comfortable with telling them who I, I don't know. I was, I was a wreck. It really yeah. was. It was like the whole day I was nervous. I thought I was going to fuck something up. Next thing I was going to be arrested. I didn't know what was going <laughs> what on. What the hell? I don't know. Mind, but man. I feel bad because you see all these people, like people who just became citizens, and they get like, oh, in my country, I never got to vote, you know, or, you know, I could be killed voting. And there I am. I'm like, I'm too lazy to go. Yeah. Uh, the, that one year that I did vote, I remember it was because we were allowed to leave work to vote and we still got paid. Right now, if I did it on Tuesday, I'd have to clock out. I need those hours, Reggie. Oh, really? I, I, I have kids to put. By you, law, yeah, they're the, supposed to allow you two hours to vote. Yeah. You, you think By that's law. happening? Eric, is that yeah. happening in our work? <laughs> no. Fuck no. I, they I would See, Reggie, Reggie, I would like to vote, but I don't have an identification, so I can't. Why don't you have an identification? Because I can't see to drive to get to the DMV. Yeah, no, but you, he, he but doesn't you, you have any. You are a person. You, you can get an ID. No, he just doesn't uh, have one. Do oh, all nope. right. I that, that. Uh, every time I tell him to go to Aldi, he thinks he needs a bonus card. I don't have a bonus card. I don't have a bonus I, card. I really yeah. had no idea that I was podcasting with criminals and you know people that were on the run from the from the law. That's over right. Here, yeah. you know? that's a fucking. That's why I you like know. Eric really, my real name. Jim actually, bleached off his fingertips. You know I, what I say all this. Oh yeah. I say all this, name. all this jokes and stuff, but it really, the way they spelled it out when I was released, I'm really not allowed to vote right now. I, I, I'm not allowed to <laughs> do that. They, they won't allow that. that why do you think I never put my picture too. on the internet? I don't want yeah, people to see. That's right. Yeah, yeah. People can look see, you up on a certain they can websites see this now wreck. too. Yeah, really. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, the, I'm just, I'm not a political guy. I, I'm really nope. not. I, the, the biggest thing, like. That religion, I just stay away. Anything that people are gonna fight over, I, I, I go just by. Stay I away. go by uh, Don Draper's uh, rules and don't talk about religion and politics in mixed company. It just brings heartache That's, and it does. Pain, it really so does. I'm telling no you, point. you just my, you mentioned sports and people get fucking fired. Oh yeah, that, that's another. I I don't usually even go there. Yeah. You know, the fact that I'm a Mets fan, it works in my favor because most people don't hate the Mets. They kind of laugh at them. They're like the retarded yeah. cousin of exactly. the Yankees. They they are. <laughs> people are people aren't mad at the Mets, but uh, yeah. But my uh, my brother-in-law is a uh, he's a Republican, and most of my my wife's family, if not all of them, except for that that his family are. Democrats or liberal or whatever, and they're okay. constantly giving him shit. And and he doesn't even say anything. You know, he just votes Republican. Yeah. And they're always, you know, they're you know they're always getting on his case about how he you know hates uh, gay marriage and whatever. And it, he doesn't. It's 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 ridiculous. It's like why yeah. even bring it up? You don't even know really how the guy feels. Huh, just I just, eat uh, fucking Thanksgiving you, dinner uh, and shut luckily, up. Luckily, me and Eric work with people who number one. uh uh, don't really speak English, so they can't really yell at us. And the bosses and all of them are just awful, so we don't talk politics with them. And half retarded. Uh, yeah, yeah. They, we were saying today it's driving us nuts. It really is. But that—that's my election day special right there in a nutshell. Fuck it. I'll be at work. We're not allowed to clock out. And, and there we go. I'll pretend I vote. I'm really. I don't know. I can't even say. Well, I do. I know who I would vote for, but even that, I have some uh, 
trepidations about both. Yeah. But, you know, I can't say that one is What's Ross Perot up to these days. He yeah, yeah what's Ross Perot? Is he still alive? Eric was, was asking me the other I was, day. I was talking about him the other day. Like, he ran a pretty crazy uh, yeah. third. Yeah, I think that know, if he – Eric even said – Eric told me if he was running now – I think that he'd get a lot of support. Where's Ralph way, Nader? Is he around? Yeah, seriously. Because he he was, you know, un, unlike uh, a certain other gentleman running, like Ross Perot was a less tainted and much more successful businessman. He, yes. he was a billionaire in the 90s when yeah. that was a rare thing. Now it's yeah. like if you don't have a billion yeah, dollars. And, and that was always, that was the big push is like, look, he's a billionaire. Nobody can influence him. He's got all this yeah. money. Hey, I don't know. I don't know about what's going on now. But I do know that this election day special that we're going to start with, that you're oh, going to have yeah, the board for. I will tell you that it's not very special, and I have no idea except for money why it is. But let's get on with it. Tell us what let's it is. Let's get on is, with that high-charged political action with Catwoman Election Night Number 1, written by Meredith Finch and Mark Russell, art by Shane Davis, Igor Vitorino, Ben Caldwell, Mark Morales, Jeremy Lawson, Michelle Delecki, and Gabe Altayeb. Catwoman has some bad memories of her time in Miss Kitty's home for wayward girls, but she loves Miss Kitty. I mean, the woman has Kitty in her name. That's pretty much Catwoman's only weakness. <laughs> that and leather. In the present, the Penguin is running against a woman who, wouldn't you know it, was Catwoman's tormentor and jealous murderer back at the or and a jealous murderer back at the orphan, orphanage. Also included in this issue, Teen President Beth Ross circumvents birth control legislation by catering to gun nuts. A real roller coaster ride that will have you wondering if you lost half the issue somewhere. Yeah. Uh, really, uh, I said to Eric today, and uh, he, he agreed with me, like, this seems to me, this is the, this is the backup quarterback to what would have been the Harley Quinn election day special because every other thing we get with these holidays or events is Harley always Quinn, was Harley yeah. Quinn. I have a feeling either they're backing off because they think that they are kind of saturating, but I don't think that's it. I think uh, Jimmy Palmiotti was busy. I think him and Amanda Connor were busy yeah, doing, doing their, their know, main book because it's a bi-weekly. Five comics a month now almost. Yeah, yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Some, I think yeah. that they're just overworked uh, because this would have been – and really to me, it would have been a better issue – if you would have had Harley Quinn have a very lighthearted, you have the satire of that because you, you're trying to have what appears to be a, I don't know, a satire somewhat, but it's not. The the, the Catwoman is not. It's just a story. Well, well my, my question is, why are they trying to tie into the election with a special know. comic book? No. It That's doesn't make saying. any sense. It, no. It's not like something to do every year. It doesn't you know, make like, any sense. But, you know, <laughs> You know, it, for for a comic, and we're going to talk about you know the Flintstones later. But for a comic to have election election content in it around this time is one thing, you know. But yeah, this is a special one off. Special. Like, I, I don't understand. Like it, we didn't do this last year, did we? I don't no. remember. Like but, this. but every other time we would have something like this, like a Harley Quinn comic okay. con. Harley well, Quinn. It was always Harley because Valentine's then, Day special. Yeah, then you can have that. Parody of it, you can you can have fun with it. Uh, this it just doesn't make any sense that this book exists it's, except it's a political to kind of get money about this year's election wrapped around a murder mystery. Yeah, yeah. The, the big why? obviously Prez to me. Uh, this was a issue that was just sitting around. You, I think yes. you even said it in your review that this yeah. may have even been like issue number ten of yeah. what would have been that twelve issue arc. Uh, that was going to come out, you know, the other six were going to come out. So they grabbed that and throw it on. It's really weird. Is that weird. even a full issue? 
because not, I think I, it came I, out to twenty pages. Yeah, oh, did it? Something okay, like it, that, it yeah. moved really fast but when I was reading. The I weird it was thing only about like 10. it, and it's funny because people were going on like, "Oh my god, this is awesome! A Prez book." Are, are they that scared about like that? They do not have any confidence at all in Prez because no. this is a tacked-on, forced fucking Catwoman issue. Uh, and then Prez is just there, not even on the – it doesn't even say like – it has the billboard with Prez on it. You would never know that Prez is involved. And no, yet, you wouldn't. Uh, if, if you had – if you put a gun to my head, I did like the Prez a little more than the Catwoman yeah. because, the, again, the Catwoman story, I, ne- I don't – actually, I did say that I did vote – that that election the first time Obama his first uh, term when he was elected and what I did I went to the polls and I thought you know what I'm thinking of right now Catwoman it, it yep. was weird there you go. election what would night Catwoman do right now election night always do. screams Catwoman to me uh, but yeah <laughs> it turns me on like election night and Catwoman yeah, yeah really and it is it's like it's also weird because we just have been getting Catwoman in the Batman book and it's it's not jiving like obviously this is just I a one shot like that's what I thought this was going to be was this was going to be like uh, you know an extra Catwoman story to yeah. explain more of, of holy the crap backstory I, I actually thought and it was going to be the backstory and who she killed which we did find they out have, the Batman they issue. have nothing to do with each other nope nothing <laughs> no, at nothing all you at have all. the new 52 costume uh and everything else is just nonsense. I did like to see that I'd like to see the yeah. uh old costume, costume. that was yeah cool. I, I did too. Uh, but really, there is an election in Gotham. It's between uh, freaking the Penguin and this lady who ends up being, and I'm, I'm looking, I, I can't even remember her phony name, but like you said, it ends, it ends yeah, up being uh, the worst person that Selena ever dealt with as a child. They are in an orphanage. This girl is just. It's a Constance Hill is her fake yeah. name. Okay, Constance Hill. And, uh, no, Constance Hill. Yes. Now, really, what happens is, is in a nut, it, very quickly, this fucking psychopath that Selena was growing up with. And Selena enjoyed being with Miss Kitty, like you said, yep. her only weakness. Mm-hmm. And this, this other girl was just a psychopath. She, she was going to do anything she could to get adopted. So when the, one of the other girls was going to be adopted, this girl just straight up murdered her. And then, you know, the paperwork usually is not a problem in in orphanages like this where if you were going to adopt a girl and you show up and they say, oh, she's not here today. Why don't you take this one? Okay, here we go. I'll take yeah, one at the same height. That's all. That's yeah. really what well, I it's so strange, too, because I really don't see Miss Kitty's place being on the up and up. Honestly, I think she takes in street kids, and oh, if people I, come yeah. by and want them, she just hands them over. Well, it's weird, because I said that to you as well, because Miss Kitty, kind of, it, they, they play back and forth with it. It kind of does seem to be an orphanage, but at the one point, the police show up yeah. and basically say to her, like, why do you even take these kids in? I'm like, what do you mean? It's an orphanage. You know that Miss Kitty's home for wayward girls. Wayward what are you girls. So you yeah, that's not an orphanage. That's just way I actually, as I was it's reading it, okay. even my review, I said, the like, streets act. Miss Kitty actually at one point seemed too good to be true, and I thought she was going to turn to be something bad, but no, Miss Kitty yeah. is being protected by Selena as Catwoman. Miss Kitty knows that Selena's Catwoman, uh, which threw me a little bit off. But in yeah. the meantime, Selena. Well, everybody knows that Selena's Catwoman. A lot Cat- of people know it. Yeah. Selena. In the papers. It, Batman is the uh, well, not not really because she had just at this was she really should have just been the crime boss around this time and and I don't know where this fits in 
I really don't know where it fits in at all. Oh, I don't but uh, in the meantime, Batman's the greatest detective, right? Selena yeah. might be the worst because <laughs> she's she's a girl. She's there. This other girl's missing, and this psychopath who already cut her with a box knife comes walking up the stairs from the basement covered in blood and says, oh, you know what? I slip and fell. You know, Miss Kitty should fix that leaky fucking washer. And I'm like, okay. So Selena goes down. The whole basement is bloody, and she just starts yeah. cleaning up. And, and she never cleans thinks, it up. Never thinks once that, oh, you know what? Maybe she straight up murdered th- this girl. It's just crazy, but it all I ties sat back. There, I sat there for a while trying to justify this to myself. Like, yeah. if I was a kid, would I maybe think, like, I take her, like, story that she gave me earnestly yeah. and think, oh, man, I don't want Miss Kitty to get in trouble if kids are going to get slipped and cut yeah, open. Yeah, yeah. So I will clean this up so she doesn't get in trouble because she loves Miss Kitty. But, like, I, I get it's that. so hard. I can't get back yeah. into the mindset of, like, and, a stupid-ass child. The other thing it would have been, like, earlier – this uh, girl cut Selena with a box knife. So it's already yeah. set up. Like, and, and actually, if you're going to say anything, it wasn't bad setup. Like, you see no. that she's a, a – but Selena never really seemed to me afraid of her. Like, I thought that Selena was going to, you know, have her get her comeuppance because of that. So you don't even have that, like, I, I don't want to look into it because if I do, I'm going to get slid again. Selena was kind of uh, a tough little kid anyway. Well, even that, the girl was freaking out. When the other girl went missing, this this murderous girl was adopted by this family, and she never saw her again until yeah. they're adults now. Yeah, and then she out realizes – Out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, this Constance Hill – who is running against the penguin is this girl, the psycho. So you, you have this thing where the penguin, you know, is not good, yeah. but you have a psychopathic killer running against them that has a history of Selena. Now I also want to know is what is Gotham doing? Like Gotham deserves the shit that they get. First off, Penguin's leading at one point, so I'm like, you yeah. fucking Gotham, just you get what points. you deserve. You get what he's you. He's a psychopathic but also, killer too, and yeah. he's been convicted and yeah. you know done time. It's like, yep. the hell? <laughs> it's like fucking Marion Barry in fucking Gotham. <laughs> and the the thing about like they should just they deserve shit, but also who is gonna you know? Hey, I'm gonna run for mayor. They don't seem to look in this Constance Hills background at all no. there's nobody looking because legitimately at one point and is this supposed to be quote-unquote satire when selena shows up and yells i want to see the fucking birth certificate check the birth certificate because it's not constance hill it's this other person but it all ties into selena wants to prove that she's a murderer but in the meantime constance hill seems to be running so that she can fucking redo the basement in miss kitty so that she could cover her tracks Exactly. Fucking 30 that, years later? Whole reason. Is, that's the isn't whole reason. it a little late for that? I mean, really, it's been years. There's no statute of limitation on murder, Jim. It, yep. I know, but even she says, like, ah, fuck it, you're not going to be able to tie it to me. In the meantime, though, Selena, when she was a kid, found the, or it, when she went back, she found the box cutter, and she's like, oh, you're 12 year old fucking figure. Nonsense. That, this is the most now, ridiculous fucking thing I've ever so seen. This is so fucking nonsense, this That book. is the biggest problem with that story to me because we see when she's cleaning up the blood originally when she's a kid, she finds the bloody box yeah. cutter, she puts it in a box, and it looks like she hid it under the washer. But when yeah. Constance, as an adult, went back to Miss Kitty's and redid the whole basement she for taken new concrete. Number one, she would have taken yeah. been moved out. Yeah. She would have taken that washer. Yeah. She would have, first off, just taken that washer and gotten rid of it anyway. But yeah, yeah. it's so ridiculous. Like she redid that might be a the- load-bearing box cutter, though, so that might have been tough to <laughs> Yeah, uh, really. Remove. She redid the floor 
complete concrete redid it to make it look it was dual thing like look at me i'm so nice miss kitty oh she helps girls i'm gonna redo it but she was covering her tracks but yet you don't move anything down there like that yeah so stupid and and in fact you're a girl i know that she was taken away and adopted somehow this psychopath would have made her way back at some point and gotten that box cutter the fuck out of there. Like, it seemed like she still stayed in Gotham, I would assume, because she's running, you know, like, a, as a lifetime resident. It kind of, I don't know, you kind of get that idea. But nothing yeah. in this leads to fucking anything but nonsense. Yeah. It Ridiculous. is nonsense. And even to the point where the big reveal is Selena goes back to Miss Kitty and goes, hey, do you, do you ever uh, fix your washer, that leaky washer? What? Old Blue? Old Blue never fucking thing. It's old still going. Reliable? Like, really? Old Reliable? That's, that's what you have here that this washer has been going and, and now you know for 30 really years? And what's really sad about it is that the element of a, of a clue having been you know, embedded somewhere and overlooked and staying there yeah. for years. It's not a bad idea. You no. know what I mean? There's ways they could do it, but to make it a fucking bloody box cutter that was thrown behind a washer yeah. Yeah. is... And- and Retard. the linchpin of the story being that the washer never once leaked. Get the never, fuck out no of here. Ever, yeah, no that, one that, ever pulled it away from the wall. Nope, no one no, ever. No, nobody. It was, it's real reliable. And, and, and the, like you said, that that's the whole linchpin of the whole thing where Selena's like, that's the aha moment. Exactly. Eureka. Miss Kitty says, what? Nah, it never leaked. Oh, Eureka. I have it. Egads. Oh, my it's God. So Constance Hill is Jamie. Yeah, yeah, it all fucking comes together. And even at the point where it's funny because when the penguin starts going ahead in the polls and they tell Constance, it really to me that was like the, yeah, I don't fucking care. All I was doing this for was to get rid of that fucking, you know, basement and, and do that because it's just fucking yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. And then as this is going on, that's not ridiculous enough. Selena has to, uh, you know, find out what's going on and goes to the iceberg lounge and just happens to run into Batman who has information I was, I was against the penguin. Don't forget, what? don't forget the totally forced and fucking shoehorned Batman appearance for yeah, no reason. Yeah. You know what I no mean? No reason like, at all. Why? Selena goes into the iceberg lounge to find, you know, info, and Batman is just there, says, what are you doing? You know, hey, this is how it's going to be. Here you go. Throws her out a window and then goes down and hands her files. <laughs> says, check into this. And it's like, really? This is fucking ridiculous. It's so bad. I saw people, re- number one, people reviewing this issue, and they're like, I didn't expect it to be this stupendous, and this is so great. And then these other people are like, because DC has a weird uh, habit of having these one-shots labeled as number one, and I don't know why. I really don't know why they do it. I was talking to Eric about it even today, that Uh, they do this all the time. Like, we had a Lois Lane number one. Uh, one Joker's shot. daughter number one. And Joker's daughter number one twice. And uh, it just – it really throws you off because you do think it's – and it, they don't continue. But somebody had a review and they're like, I can't wait to see where they're going with this I next that. issue. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. I'm looking now where Selena finds that goddamn box cutter, puts it in a box and hides but it. But now the, 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 end of the, the end of the story is the segue – yeah. Well, story, even before way, that, because, I want to ask you. Which is also him. so forced. Yeah, well, it is. And I even said in my review for this part, because we did, I did the Catwoman part and you did the press part. In my review, I said, like, 
it's so fucking forced. Still the best part of the issue because it, it, <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, it is revealed that Beth Ross is with Miss Kitty and she's watching this whole election. Like, who becomes mayor? Because shit went wrong. And what happened to the penguin? <laughs> At one point, the penguin is walking away and then you see him. He's all tied up. Uh, what happened? What Batman happened to the somehow penguin? got him off panel and tied him up outside I, for the cops because they, he uncovered information that the uh, penguin was running for mayor and planned on building a wall because we don't yeah. have enough satire going on. Yeah, it's going to build a wall around Gotham, and yep. it's going to take out all this, like you know, Miss Kitty's place, all these other places. And with this information out, he bought the property really cheap. Yeah. So, so okay, he was that was him. what yep. that was what Batman gave. And in the middle of this whole they they're having a debate. Selena yells, you know, check her her uh, birth certificate. And by the way, I have this box cutter, this bloody box cutter in a, a plastic bag. We're going to check it. And the woman does the worst thing where she just starts screaming. Yeah, she was yeah, going to they were going to adopt the other one, that brat and whatever. And then you just get you see the penguin trying to Keep walk away. And then all you get is this police found the penguin tied up outside the convention center. <laughs> what happened? Yeah. And so wouldn't bad. they find Selena's prints on this thing since she was the last person to touch it? I, you would think you, you would think and like point, yeah. the, even the woman says up until then she should be smart enough she is running for mayor you think that she's been you know kind of going in and out the political deal so she would know not to say shit she just yeah. pretty much indicts herself right there when she could have said like i don't know what you're talking about i, yeah. I have no idea because, it's the magic box cutter it's yeah, just it fucking, is it's you know, the magic it box cutter right and they're they're using special uh, X-ray machines in uh, Miss Kitty's basement. It's ground penetrating crazy. radar. So bad. Right. Yeah, there is the thing where you see them. Miss Kitty's like, boy, I've had enough of elections. They last me a lifetime. I thought to myself, Miss Kitty, you, that, you're not Ms. long Kitty. for this world. You're going to be dead in three years. But yeah, don't uh, worry about yeah. it. Yeah, and then you see Beth Ross, and I, I did. I like that. I actually liked seeing it. And finally, I was like, I had a smile on my face when you see Beth there. Uh, even then, I'm like, it is like, you know, putting cologne on a fucking pile of turds. Because now the, it, now there's the nothing good me, about this. The Eric yes. in me wants to say, though, that this is sort of against continuity. Because Beth Ross doesn't become president because she ran for president. No. No, she's no. unwittingly elected because yeah, she's, she's a social because media superstar. And people again, use her as she was the media leverage. superstar and really was like that. Uh, I'll vote for no one and just became exactly. that big hit there. But yeah, that was. And why is her crazy. why is her hair silver like goddamn ravagers? Like I always saw it in the I comic like her books hair. As being blonde. Yeah, I I yeah. like her hair like that. I I thought that was a pretty cool look there. The the weird thing though is we go from there right into the Prez issue, and this is where you can tell. That this Prez issue was not written just for this, because there is no segue into this issue. No, that's you true. Just, they tell you nothing. <laughs> no, you just start off with hat guns and craziness, and there is nothing at all that tells you that this was written at any point now. This was the easiest. I think that they just told Mark Russell to go through what he had and try to pick anything that would kind of parody the election, kind of do this or that. Uh, that that's was all it had to be. enough, yeah, that didn't have any, like, yeah. too many loose threads to tie yeah. up. I yeah, guess, uh, kinda, and basically it's just an issue about gun control and, and birth control. And yeah. Yeah, you talk about it, Reggie. This is a book that you love, which was Prez, uh, which I a do. lot of people and, and, do. And, and, and I do, I, I think love is maybe a little strong, but I do like it a lot. Love. I'll say that this issue more than, 
Spiders. <laughs> I, I, I said it before, I wrote it in my review, and I'll say it here since it's probably, or definitely is the last time we'll ever talk about this series, yeah, but this so. cemented more in my mind that this definitely should have been a Vertigo series, because look yeah. at the way that I described it, it's like it's all about like legislature yeah. and social it's commentary. It's, yeah. it's a lot and of really, it's a lot of stuff that I like, but yeah. it's not what you expect in a DC comic. No, you know? no. And it's funny because they had it as a DC comic only to try to make a little more, you know, bucks. Uh yeah. I don't think I don't think it would have sold that much less as a vertigo and maybe know, even right. and it would have just like you said it would have fit that more. The one thing I didn't say about the cat one before we go on uh and then at the end we'll kind of rate both or whatever. I did like the art in Catwoman. And I love I did, the art in And I did like the art a lot in the press. And that's the one thing about this whole election night special. I think the art is really, really good in both stories. It's just, it, it does, it shouldn't have existed, but you go on with, with the press. Well, so, uh, in press land, there, uh, people have started making hat guns and, and this has become a big topic, whether they should be allowed to Fun have hat. guns. That fire hats that fire guns or guns that are hats, whatever you want. And like, it's funny as they talk about it, like these guns are just going off and causing uh, major gun battles. This mall gets shot up and it's everyone's got guns. They're shooting the the crap out of each other. Uh, Cops all come in with tasers for the most part, which I thought was like a weird, nice touch. But uh, then, you know. Pretty much it is a massacre at the mall because yeah. of this. Well, at, at the one point I was very confused because also with the head guns, they are, they fire with a code word. And the one guy's that's yelling right orang- The one guy's just yelling orangutan, orangutan. <laughs> like, oh, that's right. F- you know what? I thought that only showed up when the issue, right? I totally skipped. Oh, I skipped over the part I'm where he's yelling orangutan. I didn't know what, like, was, I going know what's going on. going on. Yeah. That's what I was like. I was like, is he calling these people? Like, boy, is he getting racist? What the fuck is going on? And then it kind of ties in later. But it was right there. I was like, what the fuck is going on? And I thought, Jesus Christ, Reggie, in your press. I'm telling every time I read anything, <laughs> I, anything that I don't like, I blame you with press. Uh, yeah. It, this, this issue part, is. Though, I cared only about the fucking, like, what is it, the Build-A-Burger with all the fixing yeah. cards? I'm like, yeah. this sounds amazing. I thought it sounded at- good, too. And they shot it up. How yeah, like dare you, they? Because you guys know about the Build-A-Burgers, too, right? Yes, I know about the Build-A-Burger group. So there you go. They've got that double entendre. Yes, yes. I, I, I actually, I, I, I didn't mind. This, this issue, just not a lot happens. And from when I was reading Prez... Uh, I remembered all, you know, there you get the talking heads with the, you know, their, their nonsense and all that. Walmart smiley face. Yeah. And really, if you hadn't ever read Prez and you read this, like somehow you got fucking finagled into buying this special and you read the Prez and you're like, I think I really like that. You're going to like the series, the the six issues, because yeah. I think that it's just pretty much right down the line. With For this sure. Thing. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is a good taste. Although the problem is, uh, the Catwoman story sucked, so yeah. you know, well, even you really, if still, you don't like this, and little, you don't like Catwoman, it has nothing for you. And even a little more about uh, the Prez, it's just you you get a lot of crazy characters. It's the whole time in the series. And who was like that? Uh, that other girl that was at the uh, the theme that like whatever that was the, where they were gathering of the people and the one girl was blowing bubbles and and yeah. prez is like yeah beth's like hey there's the only other woman at this conference who the hell's that and then uh, did we ever see her again they she Betty introduced Thorne? herced no. herself Betty and, and she, 
it, it's really weird. Like this, there's a lot of things in this that seem like it was going to continue, and obviously, oh, that, it wasn't. I think that's absolutely a piece that was going to be. You know, yeah. this might have been an issue, like you said, seven or eight. You know, like yeah. uh, this was. There was going to be more to to come after this, but these threads will now lie well, dead. Well, Mark Russell told us that it was definitely going to come out. Yeah, yeah well, telling us it ain't. But yeah, the, the whole thing was basically. Uh, Beth wants to have kids to be able to have birth control, and you know. Girls... Well, that, well, so that's the other thing. So that on one hand, you got the conservatives that are promoting the hat guns, and on the yes. other hand, we have the same people that are denouncing Mentopause, which is a Mentopause, candy birth yeah. control yeah. that's available. Uh, they yeah. don't think that it should be so available. There's a whole bunch of religious leaders. A guy in a yeah. priest collar who's railing against it says that every, if teens and girls can get birth control that without their parents knowing, then they're just going to be a bunch yeah. of sluts. So. Uh, they try to shut it down, yeah. and um, yeah. let's see. I, I mean, it, basically, you, it goes on and on like that. Like, there's a whole scene that I thought was pretty funny, where all these uh, these people from the Senate or these politicians are standing around, and this guy keeps shooting himself in the face yeah, with a hat because gun. He keeps his his uh, trigger <laughs> word is constitution. He's, He's like, constitution. I thought that would be good, you know. He just uh, keeps shooting himself in the and, face, uh, but my favorite part with that mento pause though, when they have that booth there with the whole mento pause logo behind it, it's like today's theme, vagina stuff. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm telling you, right there, that is one thing like when you say this should be a vertigo book, like what DC book is gonna have that and then later that's when Beth says to the, you know, the congregation or the legislative guys, like, hey, the only birth control that this is the only birth control women can afford. We need this menopause. And the one guy just gets up and, hey, it's not our job to make sluttiness affordable. I'm like, when yep. would anybody say this in a deep, like Batman says this, you know, Selena Kyle, hey, you slut. It, exactly. This is what this is. It, it so really didn't fit like in. Satire. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, that's exactly, you're exactly right. It's I'm totally telling you, a- you really want to go down the line. This really, to me, it, it, it's not the right company. This is like an image book to me. It really yeah, is even beyond Vertigo. It, it just seems it's not the the right place. Well, for it's this because book. of the it's because of the you know it's connected to Joe Simon's pres with like the big smiley face and the idea right. of the team presidents of it's it's yeah. a property that DC owns, but they could yeah, have definitely yeah. put it. I mean, hell, nowadays it could be a young animal book. Why not? Yeah, really. That actually, if this if it that wouldn't like have come fit, out, really. if it wouldn't yeah. have come out before. I bet you would have done a lot better I bet it as would have, a young yeah. animal book. It really would have. Uh, that would have fit perfect with with those. But yeah, you you get you know the religious guy yelling about crap. You get the gun hats. You get the Mr. You know, vagina Walmart. stuff. Mr. Walmart, I like the smiley face guy. I really like that. That's I, I do like the art a lot. There's one guy I, I don't know that you guys uh, do watch, but the show that my wife watches that Joe Kenda guy that right. i tell eric about i swear to god he's in the issue i even showed tanya i'm like hey it looks like that. she's like that's joe kendall right so and he's a big gun guy and whatever but yeah it's crazy i'm looking at the part where the guy's like just staring at his hat gun and almost shot himself twice yeah just twice so uh, it, it, it's got some comedy in it uh Later on, though, uh, Beth decides that, that the thing to do is to ban ammunition. Then, uh, you know, then yeah. she'll stop Instead people from of gun using control, their guns. You, you, you ban the ammunition. So that would be like a kind of a backdoor way to do it. But they, that doesn't work out for them either. No, it's that, all that, about taking then, the Constitution, like, yeah. literal. Yeah, that's what they were yelling. But then she, she makes it work because then they make mental pause in handy-dandy bullet-shaped candies and it becomes that can be fired from that the gun. can be fired so yep. they, they qualify as ammunition and now they're available to women everywhere and mm-hmm. problem is solved except for the gun murders that's still not yep. solved yeah, yeah that's, that's still not problem. solved 
Yeah, people okay. still like to shoot each other. You, you got to keep the king of England out of your face. <laughs> that is right. But yeah, uh, again, it all goes back to I don't know why they. I don't think many people are going to be fooled by this. And I know the the press promoted as it was going to wrap up the. You know, this was going to be yeah. a conclusion to the press series. So yeah. and <laughs> even then, they didn't really push press enough on that. Like if I was no. just a guy. Who is on just going through the show? I see that and perusing the fucking comic store. I don't even know. I might even not even realize the present. Yeah, I know the billboards there or whatever. I might just think, oh, that's a funny cover. It, it really isn't pushed enough to me. And the Catwoman story, though, if I'm, I am a Catwoman fan and I read this and it's like, this just completely ruins Catwoman completely to me. <laughs> like, I really like that Catwoman and it, Eric didn't like it as much, but like the Genevieve Valentine into Frank Thierry ending in the new 52. Yeah. And this is just, this is a farce. And it really, it's it Meredith. It looks really Finch. good though. It looks great. Meredith it Finch does. though, even she pretty much did the same thing with Wonder Woman at the end of the new 52. I just, it's, this is nonsense. But, uh, what did you give? I gave the Catwoman story, I'll say my individual thing on the, the site, I gave the Catwoman part a 5.5. I think I went a little high. I really do. It, yeah. This could be an FU5 easily. Uh, but what would you give that one? Uh, I'd probably give it a 6, but okay. it would be a lot of it resting on the art. On the art. What I, would you I give agree it with a, Reggie. I'd yeah. do a 6 pr- pretty much because of the art alone. Like there was telling you, that story had elements where it could have gone somewhere. It just took the like the like uh the easiest way out it could yeah. it didn't well, even make sense in the I end i said this is one of those things that i always say where y- you're ending up you end up with situations only to push the story in a forced yeah. direction nothing like, was really natural felt like nothing is like a junior high schooler trying to write a murder mystery yeah. and this yeah. is the kind of ending i would come up with you know which what? is really you, forced you start at the end eric and work backwards <laughs> or even That's the building write a mystery. Like I said, like like you know, the idea of a, of a of a long lost clue is a good idea yeah. used in mystery. This clue happened to suck, or the, or the and, idea of like you know, the, your it, school bully turns into someone the, running for mayor is cool, but, but it wasn't done thing. well. It what about what about put a little wrinkle there where Selena realizes though that the penguin is going to win, and he's a worse piece of shit. Like there you know, go. and even have like she's winning. Uh, and yet, if if Selena does something, all of a sudden, Penguin's going to be the the mayor of Gotham. So she has there some conflict of that, what to so do. Much more that would be better. That, yeah. And you don't have any of that, and you end up at the end wanting to know who the fuck becomes mayor because both of them are fucking arrested. They're both taken away. Is some fucking poor sap, fucking Pat Toomey, Eric? Pat Toomey came in. He owns a bank, I heard. He owns a bank and an airplane, I hear. We're talking Pennsylvania politics. Yeah, I'm telling you. No, it was was (laughs) Two-Face. Two-Face just struts himself in. (laughs) Boom. Or fucking Killer Croc is now mayor of goddamn Gotham. As long as he's facing right, you know, he's fine. That's what he does. He's open about his two-faces. We finally have a politician who's honest. Actually, he runs against himself. And there there you go. He just keeps turning in a freaking debate. Uh, yes. What, what would you give the Prez or what did you give the Prez story? Well, like I said in the review and like, uh, you know, I, we said before, if you liked Prez, this is an issue of Prez. And so yeah. if you were interested to see what that would be like, then here it is. And I liked it. Uh, I was a little disappointed that it wasn't a wrap up, which is something Dan DiDio said like three months ago. So maybe that was, yeah. maybe he was talking at a turn, but it was just 
a day in the life just, of uh, I, I think he was straight up lying. I, I think he was been, just but, they, but you're right. They never really brought it up again, and they haven't no. really been pushing it. So no. it's, it's not like it's not like they've been like dangling this. It's so funny too, like, under our noses or when, something. When this issue came out, I was just like, "Oh shit!" We didn't even talk about it ourselves. Who was going to review it? So we decided no. to go like, "I'm a Catwoman fan. I'll do the Catwoman. You're the press deal." And uh, it even when it when it came out, I was like, "Oh fuck! I forgot about that again." <laughs> because yeah, it just wasn't pushed. It makes sense that it would come out this week. But it just was like, oh, God. And then I start reading it. And it was funny because I only got a couple pages through the Catwoman story. And then I was like, hey, who's reviewing this? And yeah, then we decided right. how to review it. And then you said, well, I like the Prez part enough. But, boy, that Catwoman is a piece of shit. <laughs> like, yeah, it's a piece of shit. All right. Because then I went and I'm like, God damn it. I got to read the whole goddamn thing. And I'm reading. I'm like, oh, this is fucking awful. I wish I would have yeah. given it an FU5. But the Prez... Uh, did you say your score? I didn't say my score. Okay, my score I, I did give it a 7.5. Okay. It might have been a, a half a point over, but you know, it would have been around there. Yeah, I, I'm going to go with what you guys did with the Catwoman. I, I think I'd give it a, eh, I might even give it a 5.5, but I'll go 6. I do like the art. I always did like the Prez art. I think that it's it's funny. It makes me smile, and I like it enough. But what would you give it a? I don't like politics in my comics. It's one of the reasons I could not really get into Prez when it was coming out before, and I really just wrote it off. I don't. I think I might have read two issues of it previously, and I just did not want to have anything to do with it. But this, I'd have to say, it's my favorite issue of Prez that I've read, and I did yeah. enjoy the art. And it was just, it was kind of funny. So I would give it a seven point five out of ten as well. Right. Listen, All right. Eric, a big Prez fan. He's so very political Prez, now, man. too, I hear. Yes. Oh, oh God, yeah, no. Really. There he goes. He's, this whole he's podcast, I was dreading boat. all week. I'm like, I hate politics. Why are we doing this? <laughs> yes. Uh, well, and then I found out Flintstones. Oh, goody. Yep. That's yeah. why I, it was weird. I, we were talking about doing the uh, the spotlight with the Catwoman thing, but then once the Flintstones, I'm like, ah, fucking, it's election. It's election week. Yeah, it's all the spotlight Because uh, we're going to talk about the Flintstones now, Reggie. Give it to us. That's right, Flintstones number five, written by Mark Russell, art by Steve Pugh and Chris Chuckry. It's election day in the town of Bedrock, and the choices for mayor are a milk toast nerd and a fear-mongering warrior. Just like in current events, Fred and Barney recall the events that led to the current state of civilization and have regrets over the unjust genocide they were tricked into facilitating. Hold on a second. Genocide? Isn't this a Flintstones book? <laughs> this comic went from... This this comic went from a silly book with heart to heart of darkness in five issues. Also featured Bam Bam's secret origin. Yeah, that's what I liked. I love Bam Bam. That's the only part I, I like. I actually I don't mind the genocide part actually, and I, <laughs> I I'll admit it, I love took genocide. Me by such surprise. I, yeah. I I do love I love genocide because I feel like if you're going to do something, go all the way. Go all out. I don't always say that. Exact- you know, you know one guy's genocide is just another guy's ethnic cleansing, Eric. You know, that's, that's what I always say. You know, tit for tat there. That's all it is. Tomato, uh, tomato. Uh, you know? I, I didn't mind this issue. I will say that I have not been keeping up on the Flintstones. You have been it, reading and reviewing it. I hear some other podcasts talk about it, but very general. Nobody really gets into it. Uh, everybody seems to love it. I really like the art here. And I like, I actually like pretty much a lot of this issue uh i don't know except the politics part like i yeah. that part i didn't care for 
Um, but the actual origin of Bam Bam I thought was really cool. I'd like to see Barney upset that they couldn't have a kid. And it, it, I was like, what the fuck? What are you talking about? They're going to, I actually thought, because they do pretty much go off to like Iraq, Vietnam, whatever you want it to be. Uh, I really thought that fucking Betty was going to go and get a little fucking side action. And that's yeah, they had Bam Bam. In the cartoon, Bam Bam was always adopted. Yeah, yeah isn't, well, he, isn't he left on their doorstep? Isn't that how yeah, it went? something like that. I just, I'm telling you, I thought that there was some funny going on, and that, and really though, here's the thing: you could still have that because if Betty went off and got, she would have that kid, and then just say she adopted you, it. There's you no really way wanted this to go way darker than it already yes. was. <laughs> I don't know, it's making up shit. Go for yeah, gusto, uh, Jimbo. Yep, I, uh, I like the art. I, the only thing that I didn't like, uh, Barney was a little too big for me. Uh, has he always been that big in this whole series? Because, boy, Pretty he much, is, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm not a big I, fan of I, him being that big. I read the first issue of the series and just kind of forgot about it. Cause I'm like, I'm done with the Hanna-Barbera yeah. stuff. But reading it tonight, I'm like, I like the art, but it's kind of off-putting for how I think of the Flintstones. Like, was it always like this, even in the first issue? I'm guessing you know, it was. Is, yeah, it was. I mean, and the first issue, that was one of my, I wouldn't say a complaint, but one thing I noted was it was hard for me to clean my head of the Typical Hanna-Barbera yeah. look of these characters. But yeah. now I, I admit that five issues right in, in, I'm totally in there, and I can totally appreciate I mean, beyond the characters, this is in really good artwork. Steve Pugh yeah. is just, oh, is yeah, just like killing it as far as, like, perspective and, you know, yeah. all the all the nuts and bolts of it. And, like, once you get used to this is the way the characters look like, it's, yeah, you can you can follow along, right no in. problem. So Also it, maybe want to eat Cocoa Pebbles. Uh, but, oh yeah, uh, not, yeah, you know, yeah. So, so you don't want to eat uh, fruity no pebbles? fruity pebbles. Don't even start. Sure. But yeah, you at, <laughs> as they go on in this issue, you have that political thing where. As uh, we go on this issue, I kept expecting Fred to put on a goddamn Superman costume because he looks just like Clark Kent. I actually, I thought it was all leading to uh, actually Fred being the unwitting uh, fucking mayor of Bedrock. I thought that's how that was. <laughs> that would be all right. That'd be cool. Uh, but yeah, you have. Uh, uh, son of Mordok, the Destroyer. Uh, who is it? The Claude, the Destroyer. Uh, yeah, Claude against, the like Destroyer. you said, against that milk toast guy. And in the meantime, you have the families, the, Flint, the Flintstones and the Rubbles. They're playing some games. Freaking uh, Wilma is pregnant, and I really like that part. I, that uh, and yes, yeah, the it's flashbacks. Not like, yeah, it's not it, like it, the. They, it's, didn't they seem like a like a like two like two young couples hanging yeah. out? I don't know something about it. Really I really liked it. The one hey, thing the though, flashbacks threw me off a little yeah, bit though because, because there was no transition really. really. Yeah. It just kind of happens. Like, uh, wait, wait, what's going on? Oh, the, yeah. the panel borders go black and, and, yeah. and the color kind of diffuses. It threw me but, off yeah, though as well, yeah, only because if this initially. and if this is something that has been going on in the series, we haven't been reading, so I was thrown off by that a bit. But yeah, you get. I don't think them. it has been. I, think, I don't think okay. I remember seeing. But you get but, them yeah. young, and like you said, they're thinking about the the horrors of war because they end up going to war and it's one of those this to me it, this is more iraq than vietnam the more i think of it because it's one of those where there's the quote-unquote tree people that are yeah. the they're the that evils of the of world and, well the problem though is that to me it was that whole when 9-11 happened and everybody was patriotic and if you weren't patriotic and i think that was kind of thrown at barney a little because barney didn't want to go and it was like yeah. what the it fuck you know protect your family yeah, yeah vietnam deal was like i'm not fucking and go and nobody wanted to go so that's yeah, where i think right. it was more of that where it's like what what are hey, you hey, patriotic you don't want to 
It could be, it could be any, any war. It is. Or it is. <laughs> and, and really, that just, it always brings a smile to my face. That, oh, good. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, you have these three people where you know that it is pushed. And again, it's like, well, the, then, you then know. There's this scene where Wilma and Betty are talking and she, and Wilma is really explaining how uh, she needs to have a baby. She doesn't feel like her marriage is strong enough mm-hmm. to not have a baby. It's and so I was bad. like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, and Barney like, hears like, it crazy adult yeah. conversation you yep. guys are having <laughs> and she's like, and it's weird too because barney's outside and he hears it and it's not like you know what me and barney we really want a baby and it would really it's like even and it's weird because wilma to me is a bitch she's there and she's pregnant she doesn't fucking care about yeah. betty and her but she's like fuck you i have a baby so i can it, it really it got on my nerves because it's one of those like oh like it's somebody who's rich that's telling me i don't need money Fuck you. Yeah, you don't exactly. know what the yeah, fuck. You already you have say. it. So, yeah. So, Barney's so Are you side. mad at anybody who has something that you don't have? Yeah. So, they're, they're there. And it, it's it so works. bad, though, because Barney's sitting outside. And Wilma keeps pushing Betty to kind of say, like, oh, you know what? At least I have Barney. We're in love. She ends up pretty much saying, like, she doesn't even think they're going to stay together if they yeah. don't have a kid. And Barney's just like, fuck it. Off to Iraq I go. Uh, yeah, and it's yeah, to no, me also. It doesn't matter now. It's also pushed to be that instead of like I know what you're saying, Eric, about the tree people in Vietnam, but yeah. it really is pushed to be that, you know, quote unquote enemy that really isn't. You know, it's like, oh, you know what? They're bad. We gotta go. Yeah, like, there. Talk about en- enemy at the doors or at the gates or some shit. I swear if they just walked down the street, they would be at the tree people oh, for yeah, how yeah. close it really is. Like I said, that that to me again is more Iraq. And stuff yeah. like that. It's like the pushed enemy of the country but that you, you're also getting also fired want to up. Clear about. it out to create bedrock. So bedrock yeah. is yeah. created on this. Yeah, genocide. that's all you it know, is. Again, it's, almost it's like so going weird for thinking oil. about the Flintstones before bedrock, where they're just living yeah. in these little like fucking animal skin yeah. hands. Yeah, and, and uh, Mr. Slate, he don't want that. He wants some better. And he it, again, it really is to be a satire of the whole Bush era of uh, politics with uh, you know we're gonna go there we're gonna clean them out so we could get this bedrock going and we're gonna you know mr yeah. slate's all into and who it who owns the quarry you know yeah. mr slate yep. so there yep. you go yeah you have all that but in the meantime you do have these other scenes uh when you're not getting the flashbacks of uh bam bam and pebbles like you said they're like in junior high they're in middle school and yeah. there it, again there's an awful race for school president uh there where there's the guy who is the bully this is more actually this race here seems to me a little more pushed to be the hillary freaking trump type deal because the 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 bully guy really does seem to be like trump he's just ralph but yeah he's just gonna bulldoze his way in he likes to punch you in the beef I, I, I actually like that phrase. I spent all issue wondering what the beef was. I just like that. And I liked stomach. it, though. Ever heard that? Yeah. No. The one guy gets it in the stomach and goes, oh, my beef. Yeah. <laughs> At the end, it was finally explained to me. It, Thank it God. It made me laugh. It really made me laugh. And uh, I just, I really, I liked every bit with Pebbles and Bam Bam. I really did. And I love Bam Bam. And he doesn't say yeah. a lot, but I just, I don't know what it is. I always did love Bam Bam so anyway. You are not a sayer. Yeah, yeah, and I really Which liked is, it. You know, that's how he is, obviously, on the cartoon. All he yeah. said is bam, bam, no, bam, bam. Yeah, the way he's a little more. It's kind of like a cool, aloof yeah. teen, you know what I mean? It's, it's like it's, a it's surfer, a cool too, to me. I like that was what I think of, too. Yeah, you like guys remember the cartoon where Bam Bam and Pe- Pebbles were grown up in high yeah, school? Yeah, and I they do, talked, yeah. and yeah. I and that's like all that. I kept thinking about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then, I don't remember what that was called. 
I thought it was like I thought it was just called like Pebble and Bat. I forget. Yeah, I forget what it was. But yeah, then you get the basic training. Barney and uh, Fred are heading off, and they're going to fight the tree people. And when they go in there, they pretty much you know rip it apart. They they pretty much kill everyone. But yeah, uh, they're t- they're told that they're about to launch an attack, so they've got to you know circumvent these the yeah. tree people from attacking what's going to you know their uh, encampment. And yep. they yeah, it's, it's a it's a slaughter. They burn it's a down slaughter. the whole fucking forest. Yep. And in the meantime, Fred realizes that these people War weren't bad. They weren't bad, and they were tricked. And then in the he, meantime, he finds a doll. He finds, yeah, he finds a, a doll, and he goes, "Who brings like, kids who to brings war? a child? Yeah, who, to who a brings battle? their children to an invasion?" Yeah. And it's yeah. like, yeah, oh, this isn't it's... what we were told. Fred and really, Flintstone murdered women and children. Yep. And you yep. even get the whole deal where when they do go to attack the tree baby people, killer, they're just, they're just sitting there having dinner. They're all they're at their home just sitting there. Actually, I think they're they're like making rope, and they just yeah. go in and start going to hell. And uh, they find Bam Bam though. Bam Bam was a tree person baby just sitting there, and they grab him, and uh, they're gonna bring him back. And then in the meantime, this goddamn election in the in what's it called? And I'm looking, it's crazy. Bedrock Middle School. In the bed, I'm looking though, and I got to the point I even forgot. At one point, they're fighting tree people who are just people with leaves, you know, for clothes, and yep, they I go know. in with a T Rex and just fucking destroy everybody. And yeah, Fred, even at the beginning, he's very happy, like, oh man, it's all over, we're gonna get to go back home. And that's when he finds that little toy, and he's like, we were fucking dull. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah, it's fucking, it is sad. It dead inside i'm like what happened to the yep. bloodstones and uh, well then you go back and like i said uh pebbles kind of jumps in and ends up unwittingly being one of the candidates for their school thing because she just stands up and says you know what we don't need uh, a fucking uh, pussy and we but we don't need a bully and they're like yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll vote for you then and she kind of goes ralph with actually bullies the other candidate out of the out of the yeah, uh, he race bullies by him. calling he like a pork body yeah pork body <laughs> and then he keeps saying <laughs> like Portnoy. freaking fergus you're gonna cry baby <laughs> that comes up a lot this week but yeah uh and stop you farkas. do yeah stop farkas you do see uh at the one point too that claude the destroyer actually wins in a landslide for mayor so claude is the mayor uh, but yeah, it ends with Barney coming back from war with Bam Bam, and it looks like a a, a pretty hot uh, fucking Betty. Uh, she's pretty hot. She's she does all look happy, pretty good though. in that shot. I must she admit. does. Betty doesn't has she? always look good, except yeah. for in the first Flintstones movie. Yeah, and uh, comes plus her back baby maker isn't going to get wrecked because she uh, they adopted. You know what Are I mean? You talking about Rosie O'Donnell. Of course, you're talking about Rosie O'Donnell. But uh, yeah, she, was she was she. Betty in the yeah. first movie? Yeah, yeah. she was oh, Betty. Christ. What a bad piece of <laughs> fucking casting. Bad casting. Oh, my God. But, yeah, then it says Stone Age of Apocalypse uh, next, so we'll see what happens. But Well, technically, uh, it's, you know, like I said, these are all supposed to be six issues unless they were super popular. They were going to continue, so next yeah. should be the conclusion of the Flintstones. Yeah, Definitely but the conclusion I, I actually, I, I think this, yeah, I think it's just the arc. I think it's I think it's continuing. I think it's already been in solicited. I think it will, too. I think they already there. picked it up, yeah. Yeah, and it's... I don't know. I, this is one that I read the first two issues, and then I read this one. Uh, so I did miss a couple, but uh, I didn't mind it. I thought the art was awesome. I really yeah, do I really like the, the art, art a lot. And it really, like, it's one of those things with the art in this type of book where if it hits it like this, you get the, like, they can explore different things to me then. Like I said, you've been reading it, and it's been fun and all this, and then this one was a little dark. But because the art isn't exactly like the cartoon – 
I thought that it allows you to kind of suspend your disbelief a little bit more, especially when you see Pebbles and Bam Bam. I really like their design as, as middle schoolers. I thought it was awesome. Uh, but, yeah, I really liked it. Uh, though it's weird. I, I can't say that I'm going to read the next issue, though. It's yeah. one of those that I'm kind of – I read this. We, we're doing it for now. We don't usually talk this length of the Flintstones or the Hanna-Barbera books. But this yeah. was not bad. And I, you have said before that you think that this is the strongest of the books, right? Oh, I, of think, the I mean, that, that's, that's damning it with faint praise, though, because yeah, the other books yeah. fucking are pretty much total junk, you know? It's <laughs> like, true. It's weird. Everybody was so on my case with that wacky race land. I don't even know that anybody reviews it anymore. And whether Chris, or not people. Said, right? <laughs> I, actually, I think he bailed on the last one because he said it was so bad. I, I said, are you going to do this? I think he's still doing uh, Scooby Apocalypse. But even yeah. that, I don't. I don't think he's loving it. I think he's just doing it because I ask him. It's not we're like in he's for, We're in it for six issues on the uh, Head of Our Bears, and then yeah. we'll, anything goes after that. But with this one, you know, b- besides explaining why Bam Bam is, you know, super strong and yeah, different yeah. from the rest of yeah. all of them, and, and they've kind of done that in every issue, like why Dino is the way he is and okay. why certain relationships are. But these last two issues, this one especially, have just taken a totally dark and unexpected yeah. turn and you know it i am fascinated by it the, the whole characterization of fred and like this world where they're really saying things that like like this conversation between wilma and betty is some deep stuff man yeah. you know and yeah. like the realization that the, he's building his new home on on you know, murder the murdering of an entire tree yeah. people yep. the whole this is yeah. not this is yeah. not a Flintstones cartoon anymore, folks. It's funny, like, folks. pretty much from the whole, like, you're going and now thinking that if you're watching the cartoon, they they are having that cartoon on the graves of their slaughtered it, it enemies. It makes me think about that, yeah. Kind of like, oh, man, it's kind of Almost whole, like being buried uh, or building a house on an Indian burial ground. Oh, and, God. And oh, maybe moving, they might have moved move the, the burial, they <laughs> might have moved the bodies. I tell you, the thing that threw me off, the thing that threw me off the most, and the only thing that threw me off here really was that um, Barney is, I'm going back to it, Barney is too big. So where you get Bam Bam, you look at Barney, he is fucking huge. So you really don't think like, oh my God, because that was the whole big thing is there. There's little old Barney, and he's got fucking the strongest kid in the world, like fucking throwing shit around and even picking him up and stuff. Barney's huge here. He's as big as Fred. Which, it, which no, he's a little smaller, but yeah. I'm telling you, he's, you look, he's bigger than you think. No, look, look at them at, side by look, side in the boot camp. Look at the enlistment thing where they're yeah. there. They are equals, and Barney's arms might be bigger. It, it's yeah. crazy. But I also like the hippies too. The, the hippies That's his look. Out. I know. I know. The people protesting. It was, yeah, uh, I like that. There was, uh, there was oh some, some social huge. commentary in here. I mean, I yeah. wonder should this be a DC book? I know it's sort of in its own. This Obviously, would, again, I, I know that it is Hanna-Barbera. Green Lantern. Yeah, it's its own thing. Even the art, uh, this could be a young animal. <laughs> anything that's, anything that's fucked up, you could throw in that young animal's deal. But it, it it's weird because, and of all those, like this seems to fit like a Prez. Like this goes hand in hand with Prez to me. Yeah. That, that If you did like Prez, you, you might want to just pick this up and, and check it out anyway. I know that some people, even people who had talked to me about, hey, can I review some stuff on your site? 
stuff like that. I don't want that kitty stuff, that Hanna Barbera. And this is like you said, the past two issues. This is not nope. kitty stuff anymore. It's really, it I'm is, telling you, it left me feeling really dead inside after. And the thing yeah. is, when this series was first announced, up like that, I dug the idea of taking yeah. these characters that I grew up watching and give them a more realistic or a more fucked up approach, like they're doing Scooby Apocalypse. I never thought we'd get the genocide. Yeah, no, we uh, thought uh, it was going to be more of when we heard it's like, oh, it's going to be the satire. We thought it was going to be more of the like. It's a living, exactly. with, uh, you know, tons yeah. of that, and they did have to be that. like social media stuff and modern, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah, Everyone's yeah. Using you'd their see fake what a iPad. selfie is like. There'd be a guy yeah. there, and he's chiseling out a piece of yeah. fucking rock for a selfie. Right, right. But I think Mark Russell really played it smart, though, the way he kind of eased into this. Like you said, you were like, okay, exactly. this is fun stuff. It's like individual deals, and now all of a sudden he's he's able to get you, the people who are reading it now, you're getting a little darker. And yeah, that thing, you're right. The thing with Betty and Wilma is, is way beyond anything you would ever expect. I mean, that's like something you book. expect from like an HBO movie yeah, or something. I mean, you know? really, <laughs> and, and again, though, is that one of those things because they go out to those uh, freaking the tree people. If Barney did not come back with Bam Bam, I think they're divorced within six months. I think it's ending, and that kind of brought them back together. Right? Because there you she go, really exactly. was saying that. Well, so, what fixes a marriage better than a baby? Well, and again, <laughs> yeah, really, you know, that always helps. But uh, even to the point where you get that at the end of the issue, where Fred thinks it's like the worst thing they've ever done, it's the best yeah. thing that ever happened to Barney. This has yep. saved his marriage, and only he knows because he heard what was going on. Uh, but what you That's your true it, love, there. If you're willing yeah, to kill an entire group of people for your wife, just for a baby. Yeah, That's because true. he has because it was revealed he has slow sperm, Barney. It's <laughs> yeah. funny too. He's like, why can't you have clinic. a baby? He's like, why couldn't you have a baby? And he's thinking he hears the the guy saying, "Up, oh, you got slow sperm." He's like, "Ah, I don't know." He doesn't yeah, want to, want to say it. <laughs> so another, another thing we didn't need necessarily know about Barney Rubble that now we know about no, his uh, slow know. sperm. We but like, know. but like you've been saying, and like I said, you know, this started, and I and I said all along in my reviews and whatever I, I talked on the podcast that if you like the cartoon, you're going to like the book because it was sort of yeah. just like that, the same kind of like jokes and formula. Well, that has ended. That is no longer true. No. This is couldn't be really further from the cartoon except for the idea of talking prehistoric yes. cave people and stuff. And yeah. uh, But it's become a real interesting deep book, and yeah. the characters of uh, Barney, uh, Fred, Wilma, and Betty have become yeah. really fleshed out and pretty deep and, and it, dark yeah, and and really if you like pre it is mark russell writing yeah, it yeah. and i did just this issue and from reading that other it does have like a prez type of feel to me all of a sudden not it even does, just because yeah. of politics but just the whole concept of it so uh, if you did like prez and you want more pre you might want to check it out but uh, he yeah. goes there and i so i gave it a, a shocking nine out of ten now i think that the more i looked at it i even said at the beginning that i didn't like the books that as we were talking about it, i was paging through as we were talking i i have found my <laughs> Self liking it a little more. I yeah. would probably, you know, before I, yeah, I'm gonna go eight. I, it's seven, Ooh. five, or eight for me, Beautiful. but I, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna go eight just because I did think that, and even like Eric who said he's dead inside, at least it gave you something. You know exactly. what I mean? I'm we we you, read I, that I, goddamn Catwoman and it was just nonsense. This wasn't here. nonsense. It really had some big issues involved, but nothing seemed forced. It was shocking. It wasn't forced, though, to me. Wilma's a bitch, though. I'm looking right now. That Wilma (laughs) is just sitting there. Biggest smile on her goddamn face. Fucking Betty. (laughs) Betty is the... I hate friends like that that just want to push all the good things that happens to them. 
Why can't you really, be if, happy? If Wilma yeah. was a real yeah, good really. friend, she would have had an abortion right there and said, Look, oh now God. I don't have a baby as well. Now we're in the same boat. Now we'll Look start from, from Do you get like a little zero. crocodile to shove up there and him saying right, it's a living? Yeah. <laughs> it's a living. <laughs> That's what you have. It's a living. That was that nice, an or something like what about like, yeah an anteater you have that a stork something like that baby elephant that'd be good. <laughs> Get, what about what about right that's a f- fucking fetus is falling out. That is awful. What are you what are you doing here? It's I'm like one of those this, hell houses now. <laughs> it's uh this is very well written. It's not a book that's really for me. I, I don't care about the Hanna Barbera books, but this is very well written. I did like the art, so I will. And even though it did make me feel dead inside, <laughs> yeah, I would have to give it at least a seven point five out of ten. Yeah, yeah I, I figured you'd go seven five, but yeah, I, I'm even looking like it's the one they're they're training to fight these goddamn tree fucking people and like oh how are we gonna do this oh this is how we'll do it and the guy just burns down and he's like that's how we'll fucking do it it's yeah. dark it really is but yeah i i'm i'll even say we'll, we'll probably talk about the next issue with you reggie you you've been trying to push the flintstones onto the podcast and it's I, the I, last it's the last one that, that of that the arc I at least to yeah. do of the arc and after that okay. i don't even know if i'm gonna keep doing it after that at least okay. for the site or whatever yeah. but let's just do the last one and we can say that we've done yeah. it because this is this is definitely the best of the of the Hanna Barbera series, which again, well, that's it. Is now. Not You've just convinced me. We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk wacky Raceland now. I'm uh, out. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that. I, I, also, I also do want to say that this is a this issue is one too that I started like I was like, man, I really like that. I gave it like an eight five. Then I was like, nah, gave it an eight eight. Then I was yeah. like, kind of pushing it up. I was just like, nah, fuck it. I'm gonna, you know, so. It was tough for me to grade. It's tough for me, I think, to push that, you know, 8-5 barrier, but I really liked it that much. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that is it for the spotlight. I am going to tell us, or tell us, tell everybody what we're going to be talking about on the podcast this week. And again, this is a spotlight for our big podcast that comes out every Sunday night after a whole night worth of talking that you, I said to Eric, what, think of this, Reggie. Uh, we, we do the podcast, me and Eric get together usually around nine and we go yep. until five in the morning. That sounds yeah. crazy, right? But sure. for some reason we were thinking of like, Hey, you know what? If we didn't have to work and we did it, it seems like I don't know that I'd be able to do it like seven in the morning till five at night. I don't think I'd be able to do it. It just, that oh. seems so wrong, man. It's like when it's overnight, it, it, I don't know. It takes out because we don't stop to eat, but yet nope. we'd have to stop for lunch and maybe a snack, maybe a, you know, a brunch, well, you, you know, well, I like to eat. You might be able to uh, parcel it out, you know, maybe record just, it seems crazy, but yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, and at least also you could at least get a nap going. Well, I'm sure yes. Eric does get a nap going, but you know, yes, you. Does. Sure does. Usually it's around the one thirty mark where we're talking yeah. about one of my books. Eric dozes off for 20 minutes. I'm out. But, uh, uh, yeah, right. we'll, we'll figure out what book that'll be this week. Uh, but here are the books that will be on the podcast this week, which are every book, which is Aquaman number 10. Reggie's mm-hmm. book there, a little Mara one-shot, right? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, that's what I heard. Batman number 10, which uh, has more of Batman and his quote-unquote suicide squad going to Santa Prisca. I think there's some funny business going on there. You got uh, what we talked about tonight, Catwoman election night number one. No mention of Prez. Why didn't it say Catwoman Prez election? It should have slash Prez. Why I mean, it is like a, so it is crazy. a full issue. It's basically yeah. two issues for one. It's so crazy. Cyborg number four, which may be the beginnings of proving me right. 
I don't know. Yeah, you know. I was actually cheering myself today at work when Eric was telling me about Cyborg. I was actually celebrating and cheering myself on. We have Green Arrow number 10, which involves, you know, Reggie, you've heard of that Trans-Pacific Railway, right? Everybody knows about this. And really, it's not anything big to have a railway through the ocean from fucking Seattle to Shanghai, right? That that's something they can make. That's, people days. use it all the time. I think that's yeah. a commuter. That's a commuter and, rail. And people go also, to work. I just want to point out that it's not underground. It under the ocean. It's actually through glass tubes. Yeah, yeah, nobody knows. Uh, I mean, uh, how else yeah. would you build it? <laughs> I really, I know. Green uh, Lantern's Art, number ten. Ferrer is back on that one yeah, too. Right? Did you read the Green Arrow yet? I did. Really, Don't. basically because Juan Ferrer was. Yeah, back and right. the art's awesome. I, I love it. The, yeah. the art's the big part of that. Uh, yeah, the nonsense. Uh, Green Lantern's number ten, which is the Phantom Ring story. We get it's some more Frank Laminski. Uh, we get back. some Frank Laminski. Mm. Yep, Harley Quinn number seven, which ends that arc, the punk rock arc. I'm looking forward to that. Reggie, you have anything to say about that right now? It concludes the punk rock arc. All right, no uh, more thanks. scat, right? Thanks, my man. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, more yeah, no more chucking scan. poop into the no uh, more audience, chucking poop. Thank God. Uh, here we go with this app again, but it is Death of Hawkman number two. They're still listening right. to Hawkman and Adam Strange out of time, uh, but that will continue that story. Eric loves it. Justice Do League. I. No, I don't know. Justice League number eight. Which there's is, a book we uh, love. Jim loves it. Oh, Jesus Christ. fucking book, all right. Fucking, <laughs> Brian, tell me why you would do this. Brian Hitch sets up a whole series so far with these cataclysmic events, these world-breaking events. Everything is going to destroy the world. And then this issue, you find out only one person died. And that yeah. whole shit. Nonsense. I'm calling uh, this shit. Yep, Midnighter and Apollo number two, which uh, surprisingly me and Eric both like. We actually, yeah. uh, that's a pleasant surprise for me, a Steve Orlando joint, that is. Nightwing number eight, which seems to end the Raptor story, Eric told ends me. the rise of the Raptor arc. Rise right. of the Raptor. That Raptor has a little bit of a, a, I don't know, a priority problem, it seems to me. Eric has told me about it. I haven't read it yet, but what Eric told me, he, he really has to get his priorities straight and figure out what he wants to do with his life, Eric. What do you think? Seriously. <laughs> Superman number 10, which seems to be a prelude to the Super Sons, and everybody's going gaga for that one. I loved it's it. It's awesome. Including me. I loved it, too. I actually read it tonight, and I loved it. And uh, what we heard tonight, the Flintstones number five, which, again, pleasant surprise. But, yeah, that's about it for the I spotlight. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. It does leave you kind of upset, but I don't know. It was a pleasant surprise that I liked it any bit because those Hanna-Barbera books I've just been against. I really have yeah. enjoyed it. But right now I'm going to go and register to vote. Uh, it's 10.05. Very I can good. do that, right? I yeah, no just problem. A, I'll just go and register, and then I'll, I'll vote. I'll, I'll barack the vote. That's what, it's funny because it had at the beginning, the beginning cover right. that had the bedrock the vote, and it made me yeah. laugh. If, if you gra- laugh. If, if the post office isn't open, grab the gate and just rattle it as hard as you can and scream, and that, they'll open up eventually. That's what I usually do. They usually Good. don't open up. They, other people show up and kind of take me downtown, <laughs> but then, but then they do identify me, and then yeah, that's you can the, register there. That's fine. Yeah, I just register there downtown. In in the back of the paddy wagon, they do that. But <laughs> You're yeah, already registered for other things, right? Yes, I am, my friend, as an awesome dude. Way to go, <laughs> dude. <laughs> why do, I said to Eric today, why hasn't somebody made a gif 
of Michelle Tanner going, 69, dude. That'd be so good. That's such, such simple comedy to me. What do you, you think? You heard him here, folks. Come on, let's see that. 69, dude. Makes no sense what I'm saying. <laughs> so I was yelling cute. that at lunch to Eric. I was laughing. I actually, he was outside smoking, destroying his lungs. And I was getting in the, my car to go eat lunch. And I was saying that to Eric, and I'm telling you, I chuckled at myself for 10 minutes. I was laughing at myself. Just kept going, 69, dude. I'm like, you say that, Michelle Tanner. I don't know why. I, was... I, I, I brought it up about Bill and Ted's bogus, I mean, uh, Excellent Adventure, where Ted goes, 69, dude. I'm right, like, yeah. right. And then somehow he got Michelle Tanner on the break. Michelle Tanner yeah. in there. He I said they, somebody should make a Jeff with her saying it. Because, a, uh, mutually uh, no, oral. I'm telling you, if you say, if you put the 69 do with Michelle Tanner giving the thumbs up, I think that the lips would work out right, and I think that would be a great Jeff. It would be awesome. Why isn't somebody doing this? Somebody hey, Eric, has to have done that by Eric, now. Eric, right? working with Jim, do you ever wish sometimes that your hearing was as bad as your vision? No, I got headphones yeah. for that. Yeah, oh, usually. Good. He's like there, and I, it's just me fucking. You're just screaming Here we go. I, actually, what I have to do, because he can't hear me as I'm listening to these other podcasts, uh, and I just throw my hands up in the air. I, I, I'm very exaggerated in my movements, so he yeah. knows. And then it's funny. To, you see him. He's like, what now? Yeah. I'm like, you should my hear headphones. What's up? I get, oh, I get so angry. Start yelling and screaming. Then we found gummy bears. A guy brought in gummy bears. Uh, his wife works at Aldi, and they had a bunch of gummy bears that were uh, near expiration date. And he brought gummy bears. I'm not even a huge fan of gummy bears. I was eating gummy bears all day. Had no you, idea. You Do you know, that Reggie? gummy bears near expiration date must have been made in 1971? Yes, I mean, when the, yeah. Why would they expire? They're not, it's so funny, too, because... I don't like gummy bears because they're too hard. Eric likes them, said the last time he had them. They were very soft. We had yeah. these gummy bears, and they were too hard for him, but soft for me. Like, they right in the middle. But the one uh, thing, though, true or false, Reggie, you are a connoisseur of all gummy, right? Oh, but of course, yes. Yes. Um, like I have a, true I have or a false, degree in gummy. The original gummy bears, is pineapple a flavor? True or false? Um... The Haribo Gold Bears. The is what Haribo. We're yeah, it's pretty oh. much the standard, like the the first I, I, ones. I mean, it's uh, I never I haven't thought about it, but I think they were, weren't they? Yes, or is that pineapple false? Is was true, a flavor, right? yeah. and it threw me off. And I said, "Boy, because on the well. back they had the flavors." I'm like, "Pineapple? That's fucked up." And then I, but I took a whole handful. It made me happy. I said to Eric, "You know what? For what little makes me happy, I had a handful of gummy bears shoved in my mouth, and it reminded me of going to the movies uh, as a younger fella, and I liked it. I used to. You ever have the Muddy Buddies? And that's not muddy like a, 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 yeah, Muddy Bears. I thought, oh yeah, I'm, I'm mixing them up with those fucking yeah. checks. Mud, muddy Buddies is something else. Uh, muddy Buddies uh, is what we used to call each other at camp uh, when the lights went out." Yeah, but, exactly. Did you have the mud? You ever have the muddy bears, the chocolate covered gummy bears? Sure, yeah. I love those. When I, I really was, did. you know, thirty years ago, I did. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, look at you, you fancy La -di -da. guy. Yeah, you now know who's lighting down today? Mister Whatchamacallit over there. Fucking Eric eating two Whatchamacallits today. Oh really? Oh yeah. yeah. And it's so funny too because he gets the Whatchamacallits and comes out. He gets them out of the the vending machine and he has to make the strut as he's eating them so i see him with this goddamn much actually here's the here's today today i'm there i'm writing up the fucking form for this one thing i'm doing and i i see something moving out of my peripheral vision i turn my head eric is standing there with probably a 
a four by no, not even that, like a three by three piece of cardboard, and he's holding it up to it and covering his face and hiding like he is a standing piece of cardboard. And I'm like, what the fuck? And he's like, I've been doing this for. He was there for like twenty minutes. And I didn't even know it. So it worked. Good job. Yeah, that's that's he's worked. A ninja. Then, then at one point, I'm, I'm working, and he's sitting on a table trying to fucking row himself back and forth between equipment. Like, you son of a bitch. And then we left. Yeah, that's great. So you guys yeah. actually get paid for that. Is that what you tell yeah. them? I got all my work done. I'm not a slouch yeah. like Jim. Right. Yeah. <laughs> then I'm I'm trying to finish something. He's like, aren't we going yet? You said that we were going to go. I'm like, ah, fuck it. Let's go. So we, we left a little <laughs> early. We like to uh we like to leave early to show them. That's what yeah. me and Eric showing them when we leave 10 minutes early. <laughs> what are you showing them? I don't know. They're showing, showing them that them they, they don't they have to pay us, us as much. Yeah, wow. they don't have to all pay right, us true. as much. I'm telling you, before I used to be so gung ho and like I'd only take a 15 minute lunch if that. I kid, fuck that. I take off. I go get whoppers. I have gained weight just because of my stance of showing them. There you go. I'm You'll showing show them. them. I'm showing them diabetes. my girth. I'm showing them my plus size <laughs> pants. I got to go buy husky jeans now. If I wore <laughs> jeans, so I don't wear jeans anymore. I don't want to wear huskies. My brother wore huskies as a kid, and I fucking ripped into him. If he saw me wearing huskies, he'd probably fucking laugh so hard he'd die. Which well, would it's be a good great. thing you never see your family. That is true. <laughs> but yeah, I, I guess that is it for the, the spotlight. Uh, what do we say at the end of the spotlight, Eric? Turn that spotlight off. Spotlight off. See ya. Oh!